Picture this. It's February 9, 1942, and the luxury liner SS Normandy, later renamed, as the USS Lafayette, is chilling at the New York Harbor. But guess what? A fire breaks out, and it's not just any fire, it's an arson avalanche, that engulfs the entire ship. Talk about setting the seas ablaze. Now, amidst the smoky chaos, President Franklin D. Roosevelt is scratching his head, wondering how the heck this happened. He suspected Nazi infiltrators were responsible, and let me tell ya, FDR was no ordinary president. He's got a knack for thinking outside the box, and in this case, outside the jail cell. Enter the motherfucker. Charles, Lucky Luciano, the mobster extraordinaire. He's been cooling his heels behind bars since 1936 for his organized crime activities. But check this shit out, FDR gets this genius idea to enlist Luciano's help in dealing with those pesky Nazi infiltrators lurking around the ports. After all, who better to sniff out trouble than a guy with a PhD in criminal activities? Lucky Luciano was a notorious gangster, who was feared and respected, even while he was locked in a cell. So, FDR sends his people to talk to Luciano, offering him a deal that's almost too good to refuse. If he spills the beans on Nazi activities in the docks, they'll commute or reduce his sentence faster than you can say bada-bing, bada-boom. It's a win-win situation, a no-brainer. Luciano gets a chance at freedom, and FDR gets himself a mobster spy. Talk about an offer you can't refuse. Now, let's dig into these shady characters. We've got Lucky Luciano, the wise guy with the brains and the connections. He's like the real-life godfather. He convinced all of the crime families to join forces as the commission. He was violent when he needed to be. But he was a deal-maker and a big-time earner. And he did it all with style. And then there's FDR, the president who's as charming as a jazz band on a Sunday morning. He's got that twinkle in his eye and a knack for making questionable decisions, in the name of national security. With the deal sealed, Luciano puts his mobster security skills to work. His underground network becomes a treasure trove of information for the Office of Naval Intelligence. He's got eyes and ears in all the right places, from street corners to the docks. Those Nazi infiltrators don't stand a chance when lucky Luciano is on the case. This unlikely duo, of mobster and government, forms an alliance that blurs the line, between law enforcement and organized crime. It's like the odd couple on steroids. They're on a mission to protect American shores from those sneaky Nazis, and they're not playing by the rules. It's a wild ride of espionage, intrigue, and gangster shit. Some historians identify this time in history, as a double-edged sword. The evil Nazis were defeated but some Nazi leaders were recruited, or drafted by the United States government. The US intelligence community, including the CIA, employed former Nazis and collaborators for their expertise in intelligence and counterintelligence operations. For example, Reinhard Gellin, a former German intelligence officer, was recruited by the US Army to establish an anti-Soviet intelligence network. Another notable example is Werner von Braun, a prominent rocket scientist who played a significant role in the development of NASA's space program. And may be better known as the Nazi leader who hung the slowest Jewish slave, each day, at his rocket factory. 
In addition, some historians point out that the merger between the United States government and Luciano's National Crime Syndicate may have been a marriage made in hell that continues, to an extent, to this day. But of course, no tale is complete without controversy. Critics have questioned the morality of collaborating with a mobster. They say it's like dancing with the devil in a rainbow suit. But hey, desperate times call for desperate measures, and when the enemy is knocking on your door, you grab the hand of the guy who knows how to punch back. As the war rages on, Luciano and the government keep their partnership going. Sure, it loses a bit of its pizzazz over time, but the impact remains a subject of debate among historians. Some say Lucky's contributions were as crucial as a well-placed Tommy gunshot, while others think it was all played up by the mob, to justify their actions, and to justify Luciano's release. So there you have it, the often untold tale of Lucky Luciano, and FDR's wild, wartime escapades. We may never know the full extent of Luciano's involvement or the impact he had on national security, but one thing's for sure, this collaboration between mobster and government is a true slice of history that may make you question some shenanigans that are going on today. As the war drew to a close and victory was in sight, the partnership between Luciano and the government began to fade away like a mobster's getaway car. It became a peculiar footnote, not often mentioned in history books. And hey, who would have thought that a mob boss and a president could team up to fight the bad guys? Sometimes, just sometimes, the most unconventional solutions can save the day. Whether it's an arsonist ship or a mobster turned spy, History has a way of surprising us with its twists and turns.